Yes. Hello. Hi. We're back. We're back. I didn't know we started. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Wait, are you talking I'm to me talk- or them? Talking to the audience. Richard. Ah, right. Please, okay. Please. That, that actually um, happened to me and work the other day. Uh, how? What happened? Well, someone there. There's a couple of people at work, right? And uh, I was kind of like on my phone, not really paying attention. And someone walked in. They went, "Oh, hey, how are you?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm really good. Thanks. How are you?" And I looked up, and she was talking to someone else. And I was, um, it was really awkward. And I was like, "Ah, shit. Ah, shit. I've been embarrassed again." <laughs> also, I um, got embarrassed again this week because um, I like to. Obviously, I have a sister, and I like to go into obviously. my room to annoy my sister and stuff. So. Uh, I walked into the room and I was like, oh, I'm feeling lonely, can we hang out? And her boyfriend was on FaceTime to her and heard me say that and I just was overcome with this feeling of tremendous embarrassment and I was like, this sucks, I hate being me. (laughs) Oh my God, you've not had a good week. I've not had a good week and I have an ulcer so it hurts to speak. Mm. Um, Which is unfortunate because of the whole segment this week where you're going to have to be the primary speaker. There is, there is, there is. I've got yeah. more to say about this certain segment. Uh, oh, a certain segment. Uh, so let's tease no more. Welcome back to From the Top Podcast with From me, Craig Barkley, and Richard Philippo. Phil, yeah, this is Richard's cousin. <laughs> Richard is unavailable, so we've got the other Richard. Yeah, he's, he's too lonely to, to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, every every week we we do this podcast. We we get together and we talk about what's going on in the world of entertainment, film, and television. And yeah, we just we just love talking about what we talk about, don't we, Richard? Yep, we love talking about mothers. Uh, Bringing it back, so think, never letting it go. I think, I think there's gonna, we're gonna I'm gonna introduce a timer, right? Uh-huh. Where I'm gonna find out in every episode. How long it takes for me to bring up mothers? Yeah, how long it takes. So right now it's two thirty for this one. Nice, nice. Not, away. not as you normally. I'm bang on the dot as soon as we're in. We're like from the top mothers. I'm usually like right there, but exactly like, right there. because uh, it's you're not slacking. It's my cousin. What is your cousin? Yeah, it's my cousin, Filippo. Filippo. Richard Filippo. <laughs> um. Yeah, but we we uh we basically just um. Get Talk together movies, week and discuss everything we love talking Films. about. The way Richard, we do, we do, we do, we do, we do, we do. For you, that is mothers, and for me, that is uh, entertainment. So, entertainment. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's our first topic? Well, our first topic is DC, <gasps> and it is the Peacemaker trailer. Did you watch it? I did watch it. What did you I think? I did my homework this week for the show. Nice, I thought, nice, nice. I thought it looked okay. I thought it looked okay as well. <laughs> I wasn't like. Blown away, but right. Here's the thing: is this set before or after Suicide Squad? Uh, it's set after Suicide Squad. All right, so he's not actually dead. Okay, no, he's not actually dead because he talks about it in the trailer. I thought you did your homework, Craig. I did the homework. But obviously, he's he's like he's a hitman or a, or a um a soldier for hire. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So he may have been shot by some other guy. Well, he said he, he mentions that he got shot through the neck. Yeah, and yeah. oh, he's in hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all I I don't know. Looks alright, I, I think. Yeah, it looked okay. Like I I'm not like I mean okay, first things first, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how we're gonna get this over here. Like I'm guessing because, now T V maybe or something. Probably because we we still do not have HBO Max. We don't, thank God. No. So um which is annoying. Mm. And everything that's come out over there for us has come through now T V in the UK. Most um, stuff, yeah. Justice League and Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I don't like, I, like when I first saw Suicide Squad uh, um, back when it came out this mm-hmm. year. I, at the time, I was like, "Wow, yeah, that was incredible, right?" Mm-hmm. But I think like it's one of these things that like one of these it kind of follows the trend of DC films of as of late, which is like it kind of uh, over time. I'm like, yeah, like there's nothing that really about it that I was like, "My God, that's really weird. like." Um, memorable, you know, rememberable, rememberable, memorable, right? Uh-huh. Like James Gunn, for example, the first Guardians, I remember and I love watching that film. I don't think I'd really want to watch Suicide Squad again. Well, I've not seen it in a, a long minute. I think the last time I saw it, I think I saw it twice in cinema, and that's oh. like the last time I saw it. Um, but I remember really, really, really fucking liking it. Um, 
I really enjoyed it, and I think it was probably one of my favorite DC films that I've ever seen. Uh, it you're right, I've had to... no desire to go back and check See, that out. It lends itself to this bigger debate because it's like, okay, like, you know, part of me has this question of like, are they going to continue with this universe? If so, then I'm a bit more invested. But well, I if, guess they're not, so. if they're not going to continue with it, then, you know, because they're doing all these, like the Batman, Robert Pattinson and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if they're doing that, then, you know, I, like, they're doing all this other offshoot stuff. Elseworlds is an offshoot. And, like, if they're continuing with that and they're doing all that stuff and there's not really one core DC universe, it's like, do I, as an audience member, still care as much? But then I think to myself, d- does it have to all be connected for me to care, really? Like, Marvel has done a really, really good job yeah. of having an interconnected universe. Mm-hmm. But does it have to all be like that in order for me to care about it, you know? No, like, def- definitely not, I would say. But there's just, there's the right way about doing something, there's the wrong way about doing something. And, you know, they can make individual movies yeah. and whatnot. But, like, there'll become, there'll become a time when everybody's like, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah, yeah. what is connected, what isn't connected? Um, because obviously you see it with, like, the Sony-verse, or whatever they're calling it. Um, that's just a lot of like, what the hell? Like, is this what's this connected to? Like, how does this fit in? Like, because there's this from this universe, and there's this from that universe, and there's this from that universe, and this doesn't go with that, and that doesn't go with that. So, like, and it's just a bit annoying, I think, as a fan. Um, but I think as a casual walker, you pro casual walker, as a casual watcher, <laughs> you probably wouldn't care. Do you know what I mean? Do you do you think you'll watch Peacemaker? Mm, probably, I, pro- I I probably won't. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I don't honestly. Yeah, I don't I'm in the same boat. I think if it's easy to watch, then I'll probably watch it. But if if I have to go through like a fuss to watch it, then I won't bother. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I mean? for me. I so, the, my favorite character is still the eagle. I think eagle's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is you know? that CGI is not great, but <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah. the character, I'm like fucking yeah, an eagle. That's true. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much more to say on it. Like, it's I don't have much more to say really on that, you know. But with that in mind, shall we, shall we, shall we jump across the, my bad. the on you go. Spider-Verse, as you <gasps> may say, into the mm-hmm. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse part oh, one? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know they were making it two parts. That's interesting. I am so fucking excited for this movie. I'm very excited as well. I cannot wait. Look, I, cannot, I remember when you were and... Our friend Andrew, who was on the Eternals Review podcast a few weeks ago, went to see this for the first time um, in twenty eighteen Christmas time, and it was it was so it was be- so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was so so. so... But that's right because you hate animation. I don't right. Okay, I don't hate, you hate animation. animation. Right, you hate it with I a don't... capital H. I yeah, I, I don't hate animation. Mm. I just anime like that new show on. Netflix Arcane, like I really want to watch that because oh, I've heard good things about that. I've heard good things about it, and I'm like, I really want to watch it, right? Uh-huh. I don't hate animation. It's just there's certain things that I just can't get into, like anime wise and stuff. And I think like, but this was like the, the animation style in this, and the characters, and the story, and everything, and like, it just it was just incredible. It was so mm-hmm. good to watch. It was know? very good. I cannot argue with you there. I think it is easily the best Spider-Man film ever made. Do you think? Yep, 100%. Much better was, than any of the live action ones. Yeah, because actually, fun fact for you, my friend Craig, and people Thank would you. know this if they followed my letterbox, um, but I actually watched the uh, Raimi trilogy last night. Oh, yeah? Yes. Shit. What? It is bad. It's not great. What do you mean not bad? Spider-Man 2 is pretty good. Spider-Man 1 is good, but oh my, those movies are really dated really yeah, dated and I do not rate Tobey Maguire as a Spider-Man really as an actor either oh, I think I he's so wooden I think I think most of the actors in that film apart from uh, William Defoe and um, I think Tobey Maguire does get better like as the movies progress but I think I think 90% of those actors are so wooden and so bland and so boring. And I really just, I think the problem is as well, like all of them 
this is really off topic. Well, I guess it's not because it's Spider Man, but go for it. They're so unlikable as well. Like Peter Parker is he's not likable. He's so whiny and he's I don't know what it is, right? Toby McGuire has this really weird face, it's so punchable. And I'm like, wow. yeah, I get why you are Billy. <laughs> You're so annoying. And then it's so cringy and the stuff the the relationship between him and MJ is just I don't like those those two people dated in real life, right? Yeah. There is no chemistry between the two whatsoever. Like it yeah, is bare minimum. And then the, the interaction between them are so cringy and it's just like you guys, you like she is not you can see it like she is not attracted to this Peter Parker bloke whatsoever. Like she likes Spider Man, but that's it. Like that's all she's got going for this relationship is that she likes Spider Man. And I just mm-hmm. I found it honestly like the second one was so much better, don't get me wrong. But I was watching the first one. And I just remember thinking, "This is a hard watch." Like I was struggling to watch it. Um, what what was your favorite scene? And spy like in the three Spider-Man movies. In the first one. In the first one, uh, the the scene where he's chasing after the bus. Really? Why? Because <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> He's I like, like, wait for me. And I'm like, you guys are all clearly like 40. Like, no one of the bus drivers like speeding up. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Hang on, kids. That, that is the weird thing, right? That everyone in that film who's meant to be at high school looks like yeah. so much older than Isn't high school it? age. It's so bad. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love William Defoe. Like, I think he's great. Like, I think we spoke about it on the podcast that the one of the characters that I was most excited about coming back in No Way Home wasn't Andrew or Toby. It was William Defoe. And you know, seeing the new villain, the villains back again. That because I think the villains are really good in the Ramiverse. Yeah, but I just yeah. think everything else is a bit iffy for me. Like I love the costume and I love the design, and it is a very comic book movie. And I love the soundtrack, but I'm just like just revisiting, revisiting it as an adult, mm-hmm. like seeing it without nostalgia or whatever. Just was re- I was just really like these movies are really overrated. It does have the best villain, though. I think Doc Ock is the best villain. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's really good. I and think Green Goblin is really good as well. I think he's a really good villain. I like, I like see when Aunt May is praying and, she, and mm-hmm. he, like, destroys her, her house. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't get on right. Like, in the first one, like, Willem uh-huh. Dafoe is, like, just going for it. He's, yeah, like, he's just hamming it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which, which works. And in yeah, the second works, one, yeah. like... The way that Doc Ock's arms move and stuff, because they didn't oh, do it all with so CGI. Good. They did yeah, like, no, it was some of it. Practical effects as well, and it looks so cool, incredible. Man. Like it looks really good. And then um, in number three, it just kind of got a yeah. bit. Oh, that weird bar dance thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I will say, in hindsight of watching them back to back, and now that I don't look on Spider Man and Spider Man Two as favorably as I might have. Spider-Man 3 doesn't feel much worse in comparison to those two for me now. Do you know what I mean? Really? I mean, I still think Spider-Man 3 is bad, but it's not as bad as people make it out, and it's not as bad as... Does that make sense? Did you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it kind of fits with the tone of the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it's just so overcrowded, this is the problem, I think. Yeah. But then also, for the amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, like, with the Andrew Garfield ones, that actually started out okay, but the second one was... Awful. Yeah, well, I'm going, to, I'm going to rewatch those two, so I'm, I'm hoping that maybe my, my opinions will be the polar opposite of what I had for the Remy version. I mean, where I'll be like, I hated those movies. When, well, I didn't hate them, but I didn't like them when they came out. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. really like them now, but, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and I think the ones that would be done for Tom Hot, to be honest, mm-hmm. like the one, the one, the Tom Holland ones, I'm not that big on. Really? I, I think they are much better. Especially Homecoming, I think that's the second best Spider-Man film. Film, film, film. film. Really? Yeah, so I think it's I think much better. I think I feel that like I, I think with Spider-Man and MCU, it's never really felt like it was Spider-Man. I get, like, I get, that, I get your, I get what you're saying, but I think it like, would be hard you know. to work in that sort of Spider-Man who is so poor and has nothing. Um, because he's a, he's a, he's a, he's just in a different world at this point. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't yeah. know, a world that's already so far gone, um, and that's yeah. probably bringing in that character slowly into the game, and then having his first movie be 
a big hitter like Civil War, do you know what I mean? Where he has to go up against the likes of like Captain America and Giant Man and Scarlet Witch or whatever, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I hope we do tone it back a bit and do go to that sort of like the simple sort of friendly neighborhood Spider Man um, esque Spider Man, which I think we'll, we'll probably get. But uh, that was a bit, bit off topic. Uh, yeah. But yes, I'm excited for Into the Spider Verse. But, the, but no, the, the, the Into the Spider Verse is the best one. Yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt, it is the best. Spider-Man film, I, I, and as I my best, that. my favorite version of Spider-Man, which is the Ben P. Parker. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's my. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I rewatched it a few months back, and and like, I I love. I don't. It's so weird and odd. It's so comic booky. But see the Kingpin's character design. Yeah. It's like literally he's just like a block. Yeah, like, I know. Pure like muscle. I know. <laughs> And like you have a, a Doctor Octopus who's a woman, mm-hmm. um, and like you have all the different Spider Men and stuff. I think it's really, I think the fact that they did it with Miles Morales is yeah. very good. Like mm-hmm. that was it's a nice far change of choice. I think yeah, 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 yeah. with Peter Parker, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then the Prowler and stuff. Like I genuinely thought, like it, it was. It's, I agree with you. I think it is probably the best Spider Man film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I and, think so. Um, We'll see when Spider-Man No Way Home comes out. Maybe that'll be the best. Yeah, cool. Maybe, maybe. You never know. You never know. Um, but I... I and um, Oscar Isaac's return as Miguel. Yeah, I know. That was really cool. It looks like there's going to be a weird sort of um, rivalry. Between, well, maybe they'll probably fight at first and then they'll they'll help each other out. But it looks like they're going to be going across the multiverse. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing we'll see a multitude. That's not a word, is it? A multitude of different Spider-Man. Yes, different Spider-Man I think, stuff. I hope they bring back Nicholas Cage's Spider-Man Noir. Damn. I hope they bring like, back thingy as Peter B. Barker. I don't know what his name is. I can't remember. Uh, oh, yeah. Nick. Some, oh, no, it's not Nick. I, can't, no, I, know, I know who you mean. Nicky, that's who he plays in... Um, um, New Girl. New Girl, yeah, he plays Nick. Nick from New Girl. I hope they bring yeah. Nick from New Girl back. <laughs> um, and Spider-Ham. And, Spider-Ham, oh, yeah. My God, like, and just, Spider-Gwen's like, obviously back. Spy, like the Spider-Man Noir, like she has some of his lines in that film, yeah. which is hilarious, isn't it? Like, um, but no, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see this and see where it goes. Obviously, we yeah. just got the teaser for part one, but yeah. Appa- and apparently they're filmed, not filmed, because but they're, they're they're doing both at the same time, uh, part one and part two. So do you think it'll be a year apart? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because there's a, there's a clean slate in the Sony blocks of films coming out next year, not next year, the year after. And yeah. they don't know what that for. There's a film slated for this time, and I think it's like October 2023. Um, but they don't know what the film is, so I'm guessing it's probably part two. Um, but this one is coming out Christmas next year, right? No, I think it's October. Oh, they should have. Do you know, think, think they should have stuck with the Christmas release date? I don't know if it's necessarily important that it does. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously it wasn't really well. There was a bit. There, it was set during Christmas, I think. I can't remember. But um, I don't yeah. think it really matters, to be honest. I I, I don't think it matters. Oh no, it was because it was. Um, I know it was around snowing. that time because it was snowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think there was anything Christmas related, and I think it was just set during like November, December time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't think it's necessarily important. And to be fair, like you could still set it at Christmas and have it come out in like fucking January. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, don't think it's really that important. But uh, should we move on to the next segment? Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I've got COVID. And that, well, this um, is the segment that you are going to lead. Yes, this uh, is the segment. So, no idea it, it would probably help it. if I actually watched the damn programme, but I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, just to add a little bit of spice into this segment. Um, so, one of the Walking Dead's many spin-offs, it seems, yeah. uh, Walking Dead... The World Beyond, which was a, a two-season run, it's just finished up. So that season, that that show is done. That's that's finished. Uh, which was about it was like set ten years into the apocalypse, and it was about this faction. Spoilers, by the way. Um, it was animated, by the way. No, no, no. no it was uh, live action. Okay. And it's about this faction, this this government, the CRM, um, who have like technology, and they had they were experimenting on walkers and. Uh, they had this, this, they had literally like a society. They had medical care. They had TVs, you know, shit like that. Um, it was about and it was about kids. It was about the younger generation who grew up in the the world of the dead, basically. Um, so I didn't watch the show, so I don't know how it finished. <laughs> 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 um, but what I did watch was 
the post end credit scene for the show. Mm-hmm. And um, so spoilers for the world beyond and the Walking Dead season one. So it skips over to what we believe is Paris, France. Okay. And in it, we have on the wall, it's written, this is the dead were born here. And French, obviously. And there's a man talking French to this woman who's behind the desk. And he's like, you're responsible for this. This is your fault. You've done all this. Uh, And then he shoots her in the back. And then literally seconds later, she she comes back as a walker. But she's fast and she's strong and she's brutal. And this is obviously the first time that we've seen this type of walker. Right. So I thought that was really interesting, and I thought it's like it's cute because I've read the, all the comics of The Walking Dead, and they've never introduced any type of walker that's strong. These are basically like World War Z zombies now, and I thought that was really interesting. And I was like, that's a really interesting way to take the sort of franchise. So I'm guessing that's going to play into the movies with Rick Grimes and stuff, uh, and then maybe we're going to finally see what happened in the world and find out how the whole zombie apocalypse came about. Um, which Do you I think, think they've, really got much, they've got much more places to go with this now? I think there's loads they could do. I think, I think the possibilities are endless. Um, I think it's just about getting good writers and good characters and stuff. Um, because let's say, like, because you could set a zombie apocalypse show in the UK and it'd be so different to uh, The Walking Dead because it's a different mentality for characters. It's a different um, location. You know, we don't, we don't have... Um, you know, it's not as easy for us to get guns as it would be for someone in America. Do you know what I mean? Um, do you think it'd be like? Do you think it would be a good idea if they did like a spin-off set in the UK? Yeah, I think uh, it'd be really interesting. It, it would be interesting to see how it started in the UK versus how it started in the US. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be really interesting to like see like they could like obviously I guess they kind of are doing this like it's called Tales of the Walking Dead, which is spin-off coming next year, which is like one-off stories. But they could do shows like about anything. They could do a show like set in like the um the international space station about how the, the apocalypse comes about and you could have it be this like alien-esque shit like where they don't know what's going on they just lost contact with earth mm-hmm. and maybe the virus gets up there somehow and because people people it doesn't spoilers again for the walking dead it doesn't matter how you die you come back as a walker so you can die of cancer and if your head's still intact you'll come back as a walker is is there any place on the planet and that universe isn't affected. Not that we know of. Um, the the virus is everywhere. Um, uh, because from the comics, we don't get much of a glimpse apart from one sort of uh, one shot comic about Rick's brother who is in Barcelona, and it shows that yeah, there's walkers in Barcelona, and then obviously this confirms that there's walkers in France as well. And then with season one, they talk about how the walkers are pretty much everywhere and. How for, I think they 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 mentioned how France was the last place to fall, um, was like the last government to collapse uh, after the the fall of the world basically, uh, and we actually so, see that clip of Jenna in that post credit scene where he's talking about it. Um, so, so did did like the so the characters that are in the show? Uh huh. I've got a lot of questions. The characters That's that fine. are in the show mm-hmm. already have the virus. Yeah. So the virus is already. So it's like it's. It's like dormant. It's like the virus is dormant until you are killed, and then it's like something sparked within that sort of reignites the body. Um, so getting bit by a walker isn't actually what turns you in. Basically, when a walker bites you, because their mouth is so rotten and infected, the they carry a bacteria which gets into your skin, which eventually kills you. But that doesn't. It's not. It's like it's weird because that's also not connected to you coming back as a walker. You just I see. so you could get shot in the heart and you'll come back as a walker. Basically, you could die from a fall and come back as a walker. Um, what, but if at the you, moment, what if you were shot in the head? If you're shot in the head, you won't come back. Um, because the only way you come back is if the brain's intact. I see. Um, but I think it's really interesting, like, because uh, it's something that the comics never touched on, they never touched on how the virus started because Robert Kirkman didn't want the the show to be about that he wanted the show to feel a bit like or the comic at least to feel like real life like these are just ordinary characters who mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily ever find out how the you know how the virus came about and yeah. he wanted to be more like the zombies are obviously a big part of the walking dead but he wanted to be more character driven 
mm-hmm. and you know the walkers are more a plot device than anything else to be honest mm-hmm. uh, and as the comic goes on the walkers become less and less important uh, yeah yeah but it seems like the tv show is focusing more on the the walker aspect and it seems like we're getting new different types of walkers which is which is interesting i'm, I'm excited i'm excited to see what they do but uh, i just thought it was interesting i thought i should bring it up in the podcast because i know that some people still really do love the walking dead and yeah, I, I still consider myself a fan, even though what, I'm what, what up. I, I was saying though is that is it not kind of similar to the TV show because I haven't really, I've only watched the first season just, just uh-huh. to, for to, for disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, is it not like it started out quite heavily with the focus being like the en- the enemies are the walkers, but yeah. more and more as it got into it, it turned out the enemies were really like other like, people. Other people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the walkers are dangerous, but the but. Other people are like terrifying, is what they kind of go with, and they have that like fight the dead, feel the living sort of thing. Um, yeah. which I think is really interesting because I, I like the idea of the walkers, like looking at the walkers as just like animals. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, how people in like certain countries live with like tigers, you know, you know, they're dangerous. If you see, you're probably going to die, but you just you keep your distance and you keep them in control, and you know, you know where to go and where not to go. I just feel like that's really interesting. Uh, well, that's- that's it, isn't it? It's like really, it's not that hard to survive in the Walking Dead, like Walking Dead universe. Like, if you mm-hmm. got, as long as the Walkers weren't allowed in, yeah. And I, I, I like. I mean, it's never confirmed, but I like how like, um, there's hints and sort of you know, uh, like the 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 reason humanity fell wasn't because of the Walkers. It was because of people. Because people panicked and people rioted and people fought and people rushed to conclusions and they looted and they stole and they murdered and they raped. Um, and that is how humanity felt. It wasn't because they were overrun by walkers. It was, in a sense, humanity helped the walkers get control because we are the worst, because we panic, because we think we know all the answers what we don't. You know, we mm-hmm. don't trust our governments. Not saying we should trust our governments, by the way. But you know what I mean? And then the government has certain weight. Like, they are not great either. You know, like, they'll... Yeah. They, Mass shoot, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, it was interesting that you know the the walkers were just sort of like the the push that just helped humanity fall over when humanity was yeah. like the bigger picture. But yeah, that's all I've got to say really on it. Um, yeah. yeah. Shall we go on to a, a little Doctor Who review? Yes, we shall. The final episode of Doctor Who. Well, okay. So here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. The final episode of this series of Doctor Who, right? Yes, series thirteen, which is called Flux. Yes, right? yes. Now it appears that this is the final episode of Doctor Who Flux. Yes, because the Flux is essentially absorbed by the passenger, big guy called the passenger. Yep. yep, and that's it. Yep. But there's little story threads that are going to continue. Oh, right? there's lots of story threads. I have these in my notes. That are going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, right, the story uh-huh. of this was we left off. Yep. And, you know, the doctor was going to get touched by um, the glove of, of Swarm. Swarm, yeah. Um, and then she jumped out the way, mm-hmm. which was a, which, um, yeah, interesting way to, to pick up off a cliffhanger. But anyway. Um, and then basically, she splits into different parts of herself, three yep. different places, at three different time. doctors, three, three different doctors, and then which is kind of a smart way to do a multi door, multi multi door, uh, multi door, multi doctor story. But at the same time, you know, so that that happens, and then she solves problems, and um, the Grand Serpent storyline, um, he gets exiled because he gets mm-hmm. found out, mm-hmm. and then the Santarans who have now invaded Earth. Mm-hmm. tricked into killing all the, the 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 Daleks and the Cybermen, but then the the um what's it called Lupari Shield goes yeah. to the wrong side of them, so they get destroyed like as well. They get destroyed as well, which I saw quite a lot of comments say this is the Doctor that's happy with committing like triple genocide. Yeah, like, like to hell with them. Fuck yeah, them. which is Let weird. Um, which are, and and then I'm like, okay, 
Spoil- sure. Yeah, spoilers for the episode. We should probably should have said that. Uh, <laughs> should, I'll, put it in, I'll put it in the bio for the <laughs> um, and then bio. and then like the flux is absorbed by this person, and then it's like, oh okay. And then yeah. the doctor puts this fob watch, which was in the vision, which has all her memories in the TARDIS until she needs that. it again. Hated which that. we are definitely going to see that. Hated it so the, much in the next couple of episodes. Ah, uh, a couple of specials. Um, and then it left on a cliffhanger where where they're off to fight a Dalek at New Year's in the ground. Which, by the way, I'm excited for that episode, Eve of the Daleks, Dalek or Daleks, in a Groundhog Day style thing, which I think yes. is quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um. However, oh, it was a bit weird. Like, my experience of watching it uh-huh. was that, like, Chris Chibnall did a pretty good job, and so did the other, the other guest writers, of creating a really cohesive, really exciting multi-episode story mm-hmm. that kind of went out with, like, a whimper. Yeah. Like, it, it actually didn't really make much of a difference. Like, I found it so frustrating. I hated it. I, and because I know you said before, and I wanted to know your, your opinion on this, obviously, because I know you said before, mm-hmm. if the finale is good, it will ruin the show. Yeah. But you didn't, you, actually, sorry, you said that about if Vinder and Bell were the Doctor's parents, which they're not, which is yep. good. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I imagine the same mentality or the same logic could be taken to the finale of the series. Yeah, um, I find it all pointless. I find the whole six weeks a pointless drag now because there's just the thing about Chris Chibnall is it seems he just sort of throws everything at the span and then forgets about half the shit that he's got. So most of my notes, I'm looking at my notes now so one one of my notes is Kate did nothing. Like There was no need for Kate to be in the episodes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Her story went nowhere. She was like the leader of the resistance but Bro, you're living in a cave. You've got fucking no one. You're the leader of fucking nothing. Like, what are you doing here? Like, you just happen to be here yeah. and you happen to have a Taurus for some reason. Also, you uh, never see the Resistance. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and what, have the Suntarans been in control for, like, a day? How is there already a Resistance? You know what I mean? I was just like, I was just like, Kate, you don't have to, like, you don't have to be there. Like, there's no reason for her to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, same for the Grand Serpent. I don't know why he was in this story. I don't know why he was in this show at all. Like, even, like, the resolution of it all is, like, Vindar shows up and he's like, oh, do you remember me? And he's like, no, I don't actually. Like, well, what the fuck's the point then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, there was no need for him to be in this at all. They could have had him be a Suntar and interrogating, interrogating the Doctor. And um, I guess, they ha- like, and it's the same for, like, they had all that stuff with Unit in the last episode, but that is so pointless as well because Unit do, do nothing in this episode. They don't come back. They don't do anything. Like, yeah. they didn't, like, I guess they put them in to explain why Unit aren't there so the Suntars can invade, right? But you don't, you don't need that. That's just wasted. Like the story was already so cramped and so rushed. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah. the last episode was so rushed to the point where it's like everything's happening at once. But things just happen because it's like exactly. You know? And I'm like, for example, right? Uh huh. This is something that's a bit annoying that I've noticed. What can the Doctor do now with the sonic screwdriver? Yeah, I know. It's a it's a piss take at this point. Like it really is. It, it, I hate how she uses it as well. Like where she swings her arm out. It's like just pull it out of your pocket. It's not a wand, man. Come on. Yeah, and she like waves it up and down something. Yeah, because I, I, I think about, like she jumped out. The, the other doctor jumped out. Uh, the second jury with the doctor mm-hmm. jumped out, pulled out the sonic screwdriver, pointed at him, and, like waved it up and down, and then suddenly that was him. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, why? Um, what, what did you do? Like, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I just, I just found, I just found this whole just so frustrating and so pointless and meaningless. And I was just like, there's because now more like so. As much as I loved some episodes from this season, obviously I've said to you, I've said to you in this podcast, uh, part big parts of my problem was watching stuff with Bill, Bill, Bell and Vinda, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know where this story's going. I'm sure it will mean something. Uh, but it it didn't it didn't mean anything. They were just two characters who happened to be in the story for some reason, and they don't do anything. Like they don't they don't their story goes nowhere. We don't find out who their baby is. We it doesn't it really like all we get is that oh you're pregnant congratulations, um, 
and I just I keep thinking back to episodes that they're in. And I'm like, this screen time could have been used for something else, something more what? important. I get why they're in there in terms of like creating a more human. Like this is the effect Flux is having on. Yeah, I guess, but I don't people, think he right? needed that because you already had Yaz and both. Uh, Yaz, I keep saying both. Yaz, both, and both. Yeah, mothers, whoop whoop whoop. Uh, <laughs> you already had Yaz and Dan to show that human side of the effect of the Flux. Um, they were just taking up story time and taking up plot points that didn't have to be taken up, and yeah. they were literally just fattening the story out. It seemed because there's so much that just doesn't go anywhere. Like. We don't know what the city of time thing was. That temple, we don't ever find out what that oh, was. Oh, Atropos. Yeah, we don't ever go back there. I guess we might in the the specials. Um, Swarm and I can't remember the sister's name, but Azure. yeah, Azure. They started off as really good villains. Again, they went nowhere. They they totally nerfed them. They were totally boring by the end of the series. I think they'll come back. No. I don't think so. I think they're dead because I have not a theory, but it was. This is skipping ahead a bit, but at the, the, something else that really bothered me at the end of the episode, time, which again, what the fuck is time? Like, what is going on here? Like, why are they working for time? Do, do they like time? Is time sentient? Is it real? Like, I'm well, guessing that's something that sorry, might yeah. be explored, but the t- time says to the doctor, which I fucking hate, by the way, I hate this stuff, where it's like, oh, you're gonna die soon, basically, mate. Just letting you know the master's coming, the master and his forces, and she's like, oh, What's the master? What do you think the master is? If someone says the master and Doctor Who, you know it's the master. Like, why are you being such a fucking stupid idiot right now? You know she's talking about the master, right? Come on, yeah. like, just frustrated the hell at me. So, I, I just hate the stuff that's like, it's literally not, like, he's going knock four times, point two. It's essentially what it is. Um, I'm just so much frustrated about this episode, man. Like, I just think they nerfed the villains. Like, they're so pointless by the end of it. They did fuck all. And... The, the flux as well. What is the flux? Is does it? It didn't affect the galaxy because swarm. You know their plan was to destroy the galaxy and then fix the galaxy and then destroy the galaxy again. Um. So they fixed the galaxy, but before they could destroy it again, they got killed. So nothing in this series mattered because everything was put back to where it was at the beginning of the series. Yeah. See, so nothing mattered because. Like, it was very confusing. Yeah, you know, it was so rushed. Like there's so certain rushed. things, like certain, like com- like the doctor. Like the reason that Swarman is over doing this certainly is like mm-hmm. that, she, that she literally says it. It's like, oh, we just want to, we what we love to watch things die. Yeah, which is so boring. <laughs> and I'm like, so boring. Why? Why? I don't get. But the thing is, like, I, I get it. Right. So they went back to Atropos and then they spoke to time. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is and a manifestation just, of just kills of, them, yeah. Of the the per the ego, I guess. Yeah. Like or the person themselves. That you know, but I'm like well, okay, but the, like what so time's a villain now? I think what, it's what, more time was just taking on their appearance. I don't even know if it is time. Like I like I said, like the thing is like we don't even know what it is. You know I mean it's not explained and the more I talk about it, the more frustrated I get with it, and the more I really dislike it. Because I've seen some people say either they didn't like it or they thought it was fine. Um, but uh, I watched. I think that the thing like, that's frustrating about it is uh-huh. that the past five episodes have been mm. pretty good. Yeah, some better than others. Three episodes have been solid. The Angels one, amazing, uh-huh. amazing, like amazing. Yeah, you know. Do you know? Do you know what Doctor Who basically is right now? What? It's basically that sort of toxic relationship you have where they're like oh I promise you I'll get better and I'll improve and I'll stop drinking and all this jazz and they do for a bit and then they fall back into the same old needless pointless disappointing boring shit that doesn't make sense yeah it's essentially what it is um, because I just I'm looking at my notes and basically all of my notes are basically meaningless didn't make sense didn't matter to the plot in any overall sense mm-hmm. like the doctor's mother she shows up well not mother but tick How's her name? Tech Tynum. Tech Tynum. Didn't make the matter. She was in it for like ten minutes. So she doesn't explain shit. She's just a sort of, you know, uh, sort of tease stuff. And then she's killed within seconds. Didn't have to be there. Same with division. Doesn't do anything. And um, they could have just had it at this facility. But again, nothing of that matters. Um, oh yeah, they ruined some towns again. They fucked them up after just fixing them. 
Um, turned them into these stupid chocolate loving idiots. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I really fucking hated. Uh, I thought it was so stupid, but I was like, this is for kids, this is for kids, this is for kids. Um, what uh, Another thing that I didn't really like or didn't get was Claire, the Claire and, um, is his name Jericho? Oh, Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Why? What was that all about? What did they do? They didn't do anything when they went to put their... Like, what was going on with that? Yeah. Apparently, they went there to find the location of the flux, was it? But it seemed like they already knew where the location of the flux was. Like, the doctor yeah. did. So why did they send them to the Centaurans to help See, the but I think like, I think they went to... They sent them so the Centaurans would go to the location of the flux. Right. But why did... But, why did, did but at the same time... Because he's not in any way special. Like, I he would have died like everybody the, else. To basically boost the power, but this is the thing that I don't get. I'm like, right, so like the doctors, this the doctors playing pretty fast and loose with people's lives, and then right because yeah. how did she know that the Centaurans wouldn't go? Oh, look, there's there's the, where the flux is, and just kill everyone. Yeah, like you know? know, and yeah, and I don't. This is the thing I don't get. I don't get why the doctor was actually okay with them committing genocide. Yeah, I know. She just let them all like, die, but. Then are they even dead because the flux got reset? So like, does it matter? Like, how? What is what but, is the deal here? Like, I don't understand it, the physics or the laws of this. But it didn't get reset. It just got absorbed. No, I mean, I mean, so see, see, in the division, yeah, they could rewind everything so they could that they fixed. They wanted to fix the galaxy again, just so they yeah. could destroy the galaxy again. So before yeah. they died, they fixed the galaxy to do it again. Mm-hmm. But then they died. So the galaxy, the whole galaxy, so all the planets that were destroyed, were reset again. Yeah, yeah. I know. So that's why I mean everything's pointless. But the Daleks and Cybermen came. Oh, yeah. Were killed after. But obviously they're not all dead because the Daleks are on the Christmas special, so or New Year special. Which, which I'm like, are they going to do this again? I'm thinking to myself, are they going to do the same fucking thing they've been doing mm-hmm. forever? Which is like, oh, oh, we all got killed by the flux. But one Dalek escaped, yeah. or something, you know. It probably will be something like that. I'm guessing. You know, um, it's really honestly, it's this this episode has really dampened my views. Uh, I'm not excited for the New Year special. I think it looks naff. But the thing is, why do you think it looks naff? I just, I, I, I've been hurt too many times, Craig. I think, it, oh, I, I think it, I think it doesn't matter how they view it. I'm just going to be like, this is either going to be mediocre or really shit um, because I didn't like the last year's special and so the, the, the Dalek trilogy is going to be now yeah and they should have called it something of our I don't know why they called it Eve or the Daleks um, well they did Revolution and Resolution didn't they yeah they should have last called year, it like Rebuff or the Daleks or something last year's special was pretty bad yeah like, last year's special was horrific you know yeah it was bad I just you know and I, I just, like I do think that about it I'm like it was so good like it was going so well. Yeah. I think, I think that, yeah, honest, I think I'm just disappointed, if anything. Just disappointed in it. Um, my be, my best sort my best sort of like analogy for it would be, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Chris Chibnall and the whole Doctor Who thing, they were going up a massive hill with a big jump mm-hmm. at the end of it, right? Yeah. And instead of like going down the hill and then jumping. Yeah. Like, Instead of like, you know, getting to the top of the hill and jumping off last week so it could go down, like it could start going down and getting to the ground so everything's resolved. Yeah. Right? It went off the top of the hill this week and had to mm. go into a fucking nosedive. Yeah. I had to do everything like really, oh, yeah, really fucking right. quickly. Yeah, you're right. There was no like yeah. sort of build up. Do you know what I mean? But it was just like last week it was like, oh, build up to the fifth episode. And this week it just kind of went, yeah. And everything is solved. Yeah, exactly. That's what, like, yeah, that's what it feels what? like. I'm just like, you know? Ugh. Because, like, we don't even know what happens to TARDIS. Is the TARDIS fixed? Is the TARDIS better? Like, well, this, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, the Doctor's putting away her stopwatch. Mm-hmm. And I just oh, think, I hated that. I hated that. But this is the other thing as well. Like, the, those stopwatches, you know for a fact that what they do is they, they, they basically just give people back their, their memories. memories. Why yeah. did it take the Doctor to this random crooked house? Yeah, I know. I guess it was like, a metaphor for like that's where all her memories are and stuff, uh, which I thought was fine. I thought it was cool imagery and stuff. Um, but what I just I really don't I just don't like how because 
the whole season that the doctor was like, Oh, I need my memories, I need my memories, I want my memories back, I want my memories back. And then suddenly she's like, Oh, I'm just going to literally just throw it down a garbage chute. It's literally, literally it. And it's like, I might need it back. You never know. Wink, Which wink, obviously, nudge, nudge. obviously, um, that she's going to get it back. Yeah, well, I, I, I think I thought more is this is Chris Chibnall being like, Look, you don't have to talk about it anymore. If another writer wants to do something else in the future, they can. It's there. I'm done with this. Um, it should have been something. They should have addressed it in a sense, like it's like, you know, swarms like, oh, you want your memories back more than anything. I'm going to destroy this watch so you'll never get your memories back because uh, Tech Tayum or what the fuck her name is, Tech is Tayum, dead, yeah. and she's the only one who could have given the doctors back her memories, which served nothing for the story, nothing for the plot, whatever. Demar, um, but they should have been like, we're going to destroy this, and she, the doctor should be like, no. It doesn't matter. You can destroy this because I know I am the doctor. I don't need these memories. I know who I am. Do you? That'd be more think, satisfying. Do you think what happened was in the writers' room that they saw that there was a bit of a backlash to that storyline? So what they did is they created this storyline to kind of be like, okay, it kind of doesn't matter, but it still does. Um, I think it's probably a bit of both. I think you're probably right. Um. Yeah, I think I think you're probably I think you're probably right about that. Uh, I just think it's bad decision after bad decision. That's just that's the thing because I, I I was pretty sure that like, oh he's putting in the TARDIS, which probably means he's going to come up in the next couple of episodes, but mm-hmm. before then, this time next year, and the specials. Uh, but now I'm like, think it now will. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I really don't you think know? it will. I think this is them um, sort of brushing it aside so they can be like, look, we did it. It's still there. It's still canon, but we're not going to talk about it again. Basically. Which is so because it's so cheap and it's so lazy, Do you know. It's just mm-hmm. it's like you either have to show it or you have to make a good reason to why the doctor's making this decision. And I feel like Hart just been finally getting it and then being like, no, just doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I just find the whole thing because like I, I every time I think about, it, I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't yeah. make sense. Like the the multiverse stuff goes nowhere either. It's like, oh cool, maybe we're gonna see some. No, okay, cool. Um, you know the 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 um, what's her name? Uh, Dan's girlfriend, Di. Is it? Is it Diana? Oh yeah, Diane. Yeah. That why did she not want? Just because he was late. Like he had a good reason. Like he was kidnapped. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't get that either. I'm just like, because when they get reunited, she like hugs him and they seem great, and then after that, she's like, no, nah, uh, you were late. I would, I would so much rather, right, mm-hmm. what they'd done with this is they'd ended this on a cliffhanger because it's not that long until the next episode, right? Yeah. They ended this on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. and continued the Flux storyline until, uh, like... Like, imagine they'd finished, like, this fucking... Oh my, oh my God. Like, imagine they'd finished, right? Mm-hmm this series of the flux with the universe getting erased yeah like completely like that's absolutely all they want to do like right? uh, like pandoric opens that cliffhanger um, is that what happens in that one as well yeah all the stars start going out and it's silence and all that's left is oh. the earth oh right yeah yeah no but i mean like the doctor and all that get trapped like in the division ship in between the universe right uh-huh and the, the universe that they used to live in just get absolutely d- destroyed. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking kind of similar to like how Infinity War ends slash beginning of oh, Endgame. Okay, yeah. Like, see, like, imagine the imagery of like the Doctor, Yaz, and Dan, and the other some of the other people being stuck on the Division ship, and the Division ship has like no power because it's been mm-hmm. like partly destroyed by Swarm or whatever, right? And. Yeah. They're stuck in the void, mm-hmm. and there's like no way out. And the whole, like, then you could do something with like New Year's Day episode, where like, if you want to still have the Daleks, and it was like one Dalek in the void or something like that. I don't know. Like something crazy like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then at next year, you use those specials to start getting back into the universe and stuff. Well, they've only got you know? two specials next year. Two? They're not got three? Oh no, no got New Year's New Year's is one. New Year's like, is yeah, but you one. do that you do that special as like a big two parter. Yeah, that's true. They could because do that. This is what I don't 
tend to like that much about Doctor Who is like it feels like everything gets resolved, but it's too quickly. Like mm-hmm. they come out and go, "This is the biggest event ever." It's like, "Oh my god!" Like the universe is ending. What we're gonna do? And then it's solved. Yeah, like, yeah really quickly, and you're yeah. just like, "Right, cool, yes." You know, like, and that's what I think. And I think that, like, you know. Do you know that the the best example of this actually mm-hmm. of doing it right? I think might be um, the the Big Bang Pandoric opens. Yeah, it probably is because that was like it kind of hinted at it a little bit, mm-hmm. but then it was a big thing. Yeah, and then it was the it was like set the Big Bang was set with like them, you know, in the museum and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And it was like quite a small finale, but I think like a New Year's Day episode it doesn't have to be a pure massive Dalek episode, but it can be like you know one Dalek and they're just in the void and it's just how they, it's just literally like showing like take some time to show that like the Doctor as well, like mm-hmm. I can just imagine I, you know the Doctor being like we lost, like we fucking yeah. lost, like I don't know what to do, you know, I know because now it just felt like. Oh, they've solved the flux by conveniently pulling passenger out of thin air. Yeah, and he just absorbs the flux, and that's it. I know. I I just thought it was so lazy. I thought everything was about it yeah. was a lazy episode. I thought it was pointless. I thought it was boring. I thought it was so complicated. Um, and I just felt everything was just. I just felt like there was so much not needed. Like, yeah. I feel like they should have cut Bill Vindar. Um, I think they should have cl- they should not brought Claire back either. I don't think they should have brought Kate into this at all. The Grand yeah. Serpent shouldn't have been in this. There was just so much that just didn't get resolved, and I, th- I feel like I've been I've I've been left with more questions than I did at the start of the series. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, I just think it's just Chip. No, I just think he just throws everything at it, and then just forgets about half the shit. Bear, bear in mind though, like. With the last three specials we're going to have with... Because Jodie Whittaker is going to re- regenerate in the last special, right? Yeah, uh, as far as we know, yeah. So the, la- so the next three episodes might make a better ending to this whole thing. Maybe. I, I I personally don't. I think we're seeing the end of Flux and Swarm and all that. I don't think they're coming back. Because mm. uh, I think this will be a Dalek episode. And yep. then the next one will be a whatever episode. and then Or maybe it'll be a two-part, probably, actually. Uh, and then the I think we'll focus on the master and whatever it is he's doing. Yeah. Um. Um. But whatever. I'm not. I'm not excited anymore. I just. I just can't wait till it's over. Like I just want them to bring back Russell Davis. Like I'm just. I'm ready for it to be done. I've really? been severed. Yeah. I've been absolutely severed. On Chris Chibnall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Because it's because for me like the the last. So what was it? So I think episode one was really good episode two was really good episode three was the angel one right no episode, no, episode three was, was twice upon a time no it wasn't it was once upon time once yeah. upon time and I, I thought that was doctor yeah i thought that was okay i, I, I thought it was fine and then and the angel Angel's one was one. amazing i thought yeah. it was really good and then episode five was pretty bad i thought i thought it was okay uh, and then episode six was horrific um so yeah, for me it's yeah. very a very mixed bag um Three good episodes, three fine, not so good episodes. Yeah, uh, which doesn't help when you've got six episodes and each episode is so connected. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's kind of kinda like like as much as I like the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, I never rewatch them because I can't. I don't want to watch Rise Skywalker. I don't. I know where it ends up. Do you know what I mean? I know what the whole, mm-hmm. whole fuss is about, and it's kind of the same for me for this. To be honest, I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm not watching good stuff to get to a really shitty thing. I think actually. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's really it's hard to watch it now. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard. It would be hard. I don't really. I wouldn't. I don't think really tend tend to rewatch episodes of of stuff. But like, I think, yeah. So they didn't really stick the landing, and it was a yeah. really good series with a really amazing ending. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I I don't know why they didn't just do it as one big like thing. Like I don't know why they didn't just do it as like. Three six episodes, yeah, and then 
or nine episodes in total and three of them are specials. I don't know why they didn't just do it. I think it was I, I just... a COVID thing or something. They were saying like they had to cut it down for COVID or something or something like that. Um yeah, I think so. I, th- I think I think probably with Georgie Whitaker would have probably have left this year if he didn't split it over the next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it is what it is, man. Like I- I'll obviously still watch it. Like I've said, like I love Doctor Who so much, and yeah. I'll watch it even when it's shit. Um, because it has been shit, and it, yeah, you know, not every writer is perfect by any stretch of imagination. I think. I mean, we'll we'll probably do a review of the 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 New Year specials. Oh yeah, you we'll know? probably will. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think like it's getting to a point where, yeah, like we need to find out actually because Chris Chip, the best episodes might have been where Chris Chibnall wrote with someone else. Yeah, yep. I think all of his episodes are the ones written by either not him or someone else. I yeah, because I know the Angels one he wrote with someone else. Yeah, he wrote with someone else. Uh, the Haunting of Villain. Um, I keep forgetting this his name. Haunting of. Oh, Villadoti was written by the person who wrote the Angels episode. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Rosa yeah. was written by someone else. Demons of Punjab was written by someone else. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Fugitive of the Dune was written by someone else, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Which is when Jack comes back. Uh, I think that's it. The rest I'm not keen on at all. Yeah. But overall, I mean, like, uh, yeah, oh, I like, Revo- that... I like, I like Revolution. Is that what it's called? Revolution, Revolution. Was that the first Re- special? Oh, Resolution. Resolution. Yeah, I like that one. I like. I actually do like that one, and I like Ascension of the Cybermen as well. And yeah, actually, I think the Timeless Children from last year, not last year, yeah. two years ago, is much better than this finale. Yeah. Yeah, much better. Much, much better. Because we actually get some answers and things get wrapped up, in a sense, and we get some answers as well as getting more questions. Whereas I feel like we got maybe like one answer from this and like like a hundred other questions, basically. Yeah. And so much was left undone and untouched. And it was like I was like, how are they gonna how are they gonna solve this thing with the flux? And then they yeah. do it, and it's like, oh, but what about all this other stuff that you know? I get yeah, I get yeah. It's a, it really is a bit like. Yeah, I don't think Chibnall's had the best run. He's not. He's really not. I'm. I'm. I'm just kind of dumb. I, I mean, I, I don't want to put a damper on it because overall, I did enjoy the. I did enjoy watching Doctor Who again. I thought the performances from Jodie Whittaker and uh, Mad Mandy Gill and Mandy Gill were so much better. Like John Bishop was fine. I thought. I don't think it was that great. Uh, <laughs> but I thought those two, like, because those two are the most important characters, really. And I thought they were great. Like, I thought they were yeah. really good. Um, especially Jodie Whittaker, she did amazing this season. Like she, yeah, she's heart out. So she did. She did so well. Um, I didn't really watch much of season twelve, but season eleven, I remember. I was like, mm. yeah. But this, I, I was like, she's she done so well, incredible in this. Yeah, she's so much better in this than I remember her being. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, she's so she's yeah. Round of applause. Like I'll be, I'll be, I'll be ashamed when she goes. I think. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, before we like wrap up and stuff. Because uh, I think I've pretty much read all my notes anyway. But mm-hmm. do you think the Doctor and Yaz will kiss? Yes. I think so as well. I think so as well. I, I didn't think so until that last scene where they're talking. I was like, oh my oh my god, the, the vibe in this room, the, the sexual tension right now. I was like, oh my gosh. I was yeah, like, oh my the, gosh, you guys want to kiss? Do you think that's what they're like, leading up to? I think so. I, I, I think it is. I think, I think they'll get a kiss and then she'll die. The Doctor, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, to regenerate. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, because that's kind of like that's kind of like what what it feels like they're leading up to. Yeah, you know, has it ever been explicitly said that like Yaz is? No, I, I don't think it has. Um, I don't well, think. I mean, like, why said, not? Like, exactly. You know, I don't think it, I don't think it's that important. Like, it just if she's gay or she's bi or she's pansexual, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Um. It's who she is, and you know, if, people who are gay that, and all that don't necessarily go around being like, "Oh, I'm gay." Every two seconds. Yeah, if if they did go that route, mm-hmm. like that'd be. I mean, it, that that'd be really cool. Like, I'd yeah. really. Sure, it doesn't bother me. I mean, the doctor's a gender fluid alien from space, which is weird, that isn't it? Because yeah, the only thing that's weird about it is the fact that the doctor's thousands of years old, and Yasmin Khan's like what, maybe like thirty-one. <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, nonsense. That's yeah, <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but because that's the thing, like, 
Here's another question for you. Do you think the uh-huh. next Doctor will be a man or a woman? Uh, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. I think. I, I think. If it, I think there's a high possibility that it's a woman. I think if it is a man, it'll be a man of color. Yeah. Um, which is which is fine. Doesn't really bother me. I I, I gen I I've literally got no idea who it could possibly be, who possibly casts the Doctor next. If I'm honest, mm-hmm. like, uh, I've already I've obviously said about my picks who I'd want to be it, but it, it it's looking kind of unlikely that it'll be them. I'm thinking. I hope it is. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? No. The woman I can't remember her name is. She's in years and years, and she pl- she played the general in Hellbent. She's a really good actress. She's in um, the haunting of. She's in one of the hauntings or something. Um, fuck, what's her name? I'll look it up. Uh, but another point I had to make was um, the roof. Uh, Joe Martin didn't show up. Yeah, I know. I was really shocked. I thought that went something as well, but again, it went nowhere. But she'll probably be in the specials. Maybe. But another thing as well, they didn't, like, uh, what was it? I was reading a thing today and it was like, there was something about how you, the, the difference between melodrama and actual drama. Uh, so it was like, what's his name? Cast the, the dog guy. What's his name? Oh. The um, Chewbacca ripoff. Uh, what's his name? Carvinista. Carvinista. Uh, see when he's like, when she's like, oh, tell me, tell me, like, you know this stuff, tell you better tell me. And he's like, oh, I can't. They put, put a thing inside my head that means I'll get poisoned if I yeah. ever speak about it right. That's melodrama. They should have, what they should have done was, it's, they, should, they should have just been, no, nah, it's just, it's far too painful for me to talk about this past experience. Like, I have tra- I'm traumatised from it. Like, it, like I struggle. I, I do not want to relive these memories. Like, I cannot tell you. That is drama. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's emotional drama. And the doctor should have been like, okay, that's, I understand. That's fine. I get that. Doctor should have left it at that. That should have been it. It shouldn't have been like, oh, I've got a laser thing in my head that's going to kill me if I ever speak about these men. Yeah. That's would have been a far more interesting thing to do. Did you also think it was a little bit cringy? That character became a bit cringy. Yeah. See when he see see when he howled after all yeah. he's been killed. I was like, no. Nah. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was a bit like. Uh... Right. Okay. Right. You know. Yeah. I just thought the whole like, thing was a bit. Yeah. You know. Because I think I think the thing that Doctor Who's lacking is, and and um, and all overall for the whole show, is there's the amount the caliber of TV that we're getting right mm-hmm. now. Doctor Who lacks a feeling of it being like epic. Yeah. I don't know if I would necessarily agree with that. I feel like this was a very epic season. Even though I was disappointed with it in the end, but I feel like there's a lot of epic stuff in this series. Yeah, I, I mean, I see what you mean. But, like, see when I think about, like... Like, you know, last week we, we got teased on, like, the Daleks and the Cybermen, the Suntans, uh-huh. and then it was like, they're all coming in, and it cut to him, and he was like... Right? <laughs> he was howling. I was like, oh, like, you know, okay... Mm-hmm. Like, and then, but then we 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 never see the Daleks and Cybermen and Centaurans fight ever. No, so it's like I knew, we, I knew we wouldn't. I didn't think we would. I thought it would just yeah. be like a throwaway cameo. I know, but I'm like, why just get them to fight? Like, it'd be so much cooler. And like, as well, I don't understand. See, if they'd made. See, I was thinking to myself, I was like, why not just make this the last episode like an hour and a half? Yeah, I think it was only an hour, wasn't it? Yeah, or even like the because t- I was thinking about the specials, and I'm like, okay, the New Year's Day special will be an hour, but then the next two episodes after that will both be an hour, and I'm like, do like an hour and a half both times, yeah. you know? They might, they might, they might, you never know. No, of course, obviously, so. the last special is like for the 100th year anniversary of the BBC or whatever, so they might, they might go all out. Tina Miller, by the way, that's what I was talking about. Tina Miller, Tina. I think I saw your surname, Tina. Tina. She's a really good actress. That's who. That's my. That would be my top pick for the next Doctor. Would be her. Oh, cool. Hold on, yeah. Do you recognise her? Surely you must recognise her. I don't know. Did you send me her? Oh no, I thought you were looking it up. Sorry. God, Craig, so unprofessional. I'm looking up now. Good, good, good. Uh, Um, Actually, years and years, she's done Hell Ben. She's worked with Russell Davis before, so. 
why not? You know what I mean? He bought, he worked for Chris Rickerson and David Tennant before casting them as the Doctor. Wait, how do you spell her name? T apostrophe. Oh, N. Tania Miller. Tania, Tania Miller, that's it. Did I say Tina? Tania Miller. Yeah, do you oh, know who I'm talking yeah, about? I'm yeah, talking about it, yeah. She'd be really good, I think. She'd be she'd be a really good fit for Doctor Who. Yeah, she'd be great. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be yeah, I think cool. she'd rock it. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Like because mm-hmm. they've done it before. Peter Capaldi was obviously in it before um as a as a, in the Pompey episode before he was the doctor. Karen Gillan was in the same episode before she was yeah. the companion. You know, so they could do it. But um but yeah, I mean that that's all I think that that, that pretty much wraps up our, our review of it does the last episode. I'm so tired now that is really the vanquish. Yeah, really yeah, but um, but thank you again for for listening, uh, guys. We will thank you guys. Uh, be releasing another episode next week. Hope so well. Spider Man and Spider Man is next week. We'll do a review of and um, yeah. So if you go to Instagram, you'll find me at Craig K Barkley, which that is all lowercase. And we also at the podcast have an Instagram ourselves, which is at from the top dot cast, which is all lowercase. And Richard, where can we find you? Well, you can find me at my home in Glasgow. Mm, <laughs> the nice. little joke that you did to me today, Craig. Did you get it? Did you get it? Yes, you can actually find me on Instagram at underscore Rich Phillips, all lowercase, and on Letterboxd, it's just Rich Phillip. <laughs> Just, like, we, like we said last week, the singular, the singular. Yeah, no, no time for S, no time for no the time S. For S. Um, and yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see you next week. And thank you again for listening, guys. Uh, as a pleasure, as always. So thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.